Android Lindsay. You host the Batch Report in the USA. You also recap. Bachelor Australia, Bachelorette Australia, Bachelor in Paradise too. Happy holidays to you. It's a great track. Hi, everyone, and welcome to yet another episode of The Batch Report, where we are currently recapping the finale of Bachelor in Paradise, Canada. Yes, and this episode is going to kick it off with Camille gaslighting Caitlin. I mean, there's really no other words for it at this point. He keeps, tur- like, flipping around everything she says, and then she, like, he's... goes off to the side and is talking to the producer, and he's talking to the producer, but she can hear everything he's saying. And she's like, I am so confused. Like, what? He thinks I woke up like a whole new person today because I'm standing up for myself today. Like, I'm He's basically finally... like, you're not the same Caitlin as yesterday. And, and I'm she... like, she is the same Caitlin as yesterday. And she's like, what? Because I decided to actually like call you out on your yeah. BS. Like, I'm now not the same person. Like, it comes off as like he doesn't really care for her. Or maybe he does care for her. He just doesn't. He wants someone a little more submissive, I think. And the second she's not being submissive and she's being more, like, assertive, he just does not like it. Yeah. He wants someone that's going to always back his corner whether he's right or wrong. And it's kind of like you should want a partner that has their own opinion about things and can I mean, tell you when you're full of crap. Speaking of own opinions, this then goes into Ileana wanting to have another convo with Brendan about exactly where she stands. And she's just so sick of him agreeing at this point. He's too surface level, and she's like, I need to listen to my gut, and they choose not to go to fantasy suites together. Yeah, she decides not to continue relationships, and I think that honestly was the smart move. Yeah. Because they would have, she would have been wasting her time if all of a sudden they get out of uh, paradise, and then all of a sudden now he's got a really strong opinion about things and wants her to act a certain way, and like... She's got to, like, conform because she's already committed so much time. I think that she avoided a really tough situation, and I think it was really smart on her part. I also don't know if he has, like, strong political views that are opposed by, like, a lot of people and stuff. And maybe he decided not to share them because he was like, oh, if I say I support this politician or I support this or this or this, then – They're not going to want to be with me. So I need to build a strong relationship before I even bring that up. Which is funny because, like, if you are afraid to bring up your political stance because people might disagree with you. That's very That's a big red flag in my mind because it means that you're following something that you probably don't even really understand or agree with completely. If you can't defend, like, your standing... Right. That's scary. I don't, I'm not saying that's the case. I'm just curious if possible. Or if you're afraid to defend it because mm-hmm. you feel like you're not adequate to do it, then that's also an issue because it means you didn't care enough to inform yourself. It's almost better to take like a a moderate stance at that point and be like. Well, that's I, like what he was doing. Yeah. Sort of. I don't know. I don't know if it's political at all. I was just well, I think you're right, possibility. Though. Yeah. Okay. So. So. Angela and Brennan are basically just head over heels with each other. We then flip back to Caitlin and Camille, who had, like, this nightmarish night. It's weird because they wake up in the morning and they're like, we had a horrible night. We spoke a lot about a lot of things. We had a bunch of really difficult conversations. It was basically like this whole breakup talk. And then they're like, 
Now we have to go get ready for the rose ceremony. Yeah. So they go to this rose ceremony, but then they break up at decide the rose not ceremony. to. Yeah, they decide not to, which I think that must be something they must have decided on. Like, like, oh, let's just follow it through, go to the right. rose ceremony. And then if something, ha- like a miracle happens or something, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like she really wanted to make it work. And he was literally looking for reasons to break it off. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what the psychology behind that is, but I'd be curious to talk to someone about that. He's like, I just want to be a bachelor uh, therapist for people when they come off the show to find out the deeper reason. Right. That'd be a really cool podcast. Like maybe actually. they feel like can you just obligated. finish getting your degree to do psychology do so that yeah. you can get all these people on and I could do yeah. therapy sessions. Because they might feel like an obligation to find somebody and stick with them that mm-hmm. they may not even have a great connection with. I don't know. Yeah. So So Angela and Brennan go to the final rose ceremony. They decide to continue their relationship. No engagement, but yeah, You know, they want to continue on. Which actually I'm surprised that they didn't go get an engagement. Um, I have a feeling he was like, I really like you, but I think this right. is... Like, they must have had a conversation. Like, she seemed like she was weeks. ready for an engagement. I don't think he was quite ready. I think he was like, I'm ready to, like, be in a relationship with this person. He's definitely more responsible than I thought he would be mm-hmm. when he first came on the island. Or the beach. I thought he was going to be a player. Me too. And he kind of did a little bit, but I think he's not that person. I think maybe, like, he's culturally influenced to think that that's how he ought to be. Well, he was asked on so many dates at the beginning. Yeah. So why wouldn't you go? Yeah. But he seems to be really good guy, honestly. So this is when I wrote, when did Lisa and Connor leave WTF? Because I was like... I thought they were going to Fantasy Suites. Evidently, they didn't go to Fantasy Suites, and now they're just gone. Right. So. And she's probably one of my favorite people there. So it's like, like I kind of want to hear about that. I was like, what a weird conclusion to that. But before we talk about the After the Final Rose and the hot seat moments, we are going to take a quick break to talk about our sponsors. Soft, cozy, and sustainable are three words that I usually don't use when describing my underwear, but that all changed when I tried Parade. Parade makes sustainable, creative basics so soft and comfortable that you can't wait to put them on. I literally, what is it, like 90-something percent of my underwear drawer is now Parade, and I'm like completely obsessed with every single thing they do. They started less than two and a half years ago on a mission to make underwear more accessible, inclusive, and self-expressive. Since then, they have sold over 2 million pairs. I am currently wearing the Scoop Bralette in the Super Soft Replay, and it is literally the most comfortable bra I have ever worn in my entire life. I also love every single cut of underwear and the mesh bodysuits. I own four of them now, and they go great under t-shirts, they look like sexy by themselves. They're just a great item just to have in your drawer. From extra small to triple XL, Parade's inclusive sizing means you have zero trouble finding the perfect bralette or pair of underwear. And did I mention they are all about sustainability? Parade crafts their signature styles with super soft certified recycled yarns, plus all their products come in biodegradable packaging. Plus, you can now recycle your old underwear by getting a recycle kit, sending in your old underwear, and, you know... 
it gets a new life. And that's super exciting. And for every parade purchase you make, they give back to organizations that support reproductive rights, racial equity, and LGBTQ plus communities. Upgrade your top drawer with an exclusive 20% off parade. Go to yourparade.com slash batch report and use code batch report to get 20% off. That's yourparade.com slash batch report. Finding that perfect skincare routine is never easy. I know for me, I struggle with dryness, sometimes oiliness, redness, dullness, and of course, sensitivity. So finding something that hits all of those different aspects is super difficult. And between changing seasons and trying to address all my skincare needs, I had to buy tons of products, which made my routine a 10-step process. I would never finish products because I'd get a few uses in and be like, this is not working for my skin at all. But that all changed when I started using Proven Skincare. Proven Skincare's formulas are rooted in the world's largest beauty database. They the Skin Genome Project, and the winner of MIT's AI Technology of the Year Award. So they are completely rooted in science. They have analyzed the universe of skincare by studying effectiveness of over 20,000 skincare ingredients from over 100,000 skincare products and over 28 million testimonials. That is absolutely insane. So cool. All this data has given proven the ability to pinpoint exactly what your skin needs. And all of this analysis results in Proven Skincare's custom three-step system that actually work include a personalized cleanser, a day moisturizer with SPF, and a personalized night cream. This simple and effective system replaces my shelf full of products. And, you know, I've even got Andrew on board. He's using Proven Skincare now. He's like, what do you mean I put a night cream on and I don't wash it off? Like, he's never even attempted to use a night cream before, and he's finally, you know, on the Proven Skincare train. So... You know, get on the train too. Give your skin exactly what it needs with Proven Skincare. Go to ProvenSkincare.com to take the free skin genome quiz and use code BATCHREPORT for $20 off your first order. That's ProvenSkincare.com, code BATCHREPORT for $20 off your first order. ProvenSkincare.com, code BATCHREPORT, or click the link in show notes. Welcome back. And now we are here to talk about the after show, the after the final rose. I don't know what they call it in Canada. I just keep calling it after the final rose. I think they just call it after show. Whatever they call it. Basically, what happens now? What happens next? So Lisa and Chris, they show like this awkward moments reel of like them being awkward on the beach. Yeah. It was weird. It did not give me any conclusion. To anything. To anything. Yeah. And then... They asked David a question, and he's like, oh, my gosh, I had such a great experience. I'm so happy to have met all these people. And everyone's like, eh, that guy's fake. And the host was like, oh, everyone thought on the beach that you were really insincere. Like, how many yeah. people here would call David a friend or something, and no one raised their <sighs> hand? And it was like, oh. Like, he is super phony, but I also felt bad that everyone The guy was- really does have, like, he has like a fa- I don't know if it's a facade mm-hmm. but he has like puts up a happy front mm-hmm. and I'm just like everyone hates you and you're just, just show a little bit of emotion besides like positive this same thing like if you're just like if you show a little bit of vulnerability you know what it reminds people me people will be receptive to that so people always talk about toxic masculinity but something that is just as hot, toxic is toxic positivity. Like phony positivity, yeah. Because it's like when you're like, 
oh, life gets better. Things are better. I wake up and I start my day with a smile. Like those types of people, that is so toxic to your mental health. It makes it really difficult for people to like sit in the muck with you Mm -hmm. when you're like, or like if somebody, it makes it hard for you to come off empathetic. You just come off basically sympathetic. So you're like, oh, that's really bad that you're down in the muck. But things are great over here. And it's like, even if things aren't great, you're still saying they're great. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's something that bugs me about David. I think it a lot of people pick up on that. I also wrote Mike's still a D-bag. You still don't like Mike. I do not I... like like how Mike treated. Um, he was rude to Chris. He was rude to David. He was rude really, to, like, yeah. every other guy there, basically, who had something that they had wanted at some point on the show. And it was like, this is a little ridiculous at this point. Yeah, he came off as, like thinking he was superior than everybody else. But the way he treated uh, his girlfriend, or what's her name? Um, Stacy. Stacy, sorry. I don't, I don't know why I was drawing a blank on her name. The way he treated Stacy was not... Not like, cool. Okay, in any light. Like, I don't see any light. Like, that whole thing where he's like, oh, I'm going to ask Caitlin on a date. And then she But he already no. did it. And then he's like, oh, I already asked her. I'm just letting you know. And it's like, you should have gone to her right away before, if mm. possible, or if. And not waited or, several weeks to do it. Well, he should have gone to her right away and been like, hey, I asked I asked Caitlin on a date. I don't think this is working out between us. Like, you know, I'm not feeling that same spark that I want to feel. But I love you as a friend. I really love you as a friend or like you as a friend. And. Like, Sorry that we can't like, continue this. Like, just break it off right there. Yeah. Don't drag it on, you know, and, and waste her, her time. To like, find just whatever. Be like, you know, if you're going to ask another girl on a date and then like try to hang on. And then I feel like her self esteem wasn't super high because she should have broken it off with him right there. Like, she well, was, like, making excuses at that point. I think it's because she kept hearing from like Kevin, the bartender and stuff, where he was like, oh, you know, like, my wife and I, like Astrid and I, went on dates with other people. We were on the show, and then we ended up stronger than ever because it was just we went the on way other that dates. he did it. And it was like, it was the way I know it. it was the way he did it. But she was like in her head, being like, "Oh, well, Kevin and Astrid went on dates with other people. They made it through. Therefore, I need to give him the benefit of the doubt." Right, but they probably. I didn't watch the season, but I know that they probably went on dates with new people that came on the island. And to me, that's probably fine because, like, and it was near the beginning of the season. It wasn't right. at the end. Exactly. Like, like Brendan went on a date with Maria and he still ended up with Angela. And that's fine because like you're supposed to experience stuff with people coming on the island. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's okay to say yes, unless you're like completely set. Right. And I don't like I'm ready to propose tomorrow. So I'm not if you're in that position. Great. But if somebody had come on the island and been like, hey, Mike, you want to go on a date? And he's like. Yeah, sure. Why yeah, not? Like if yeah. when Maria came that in, she fine. had invited Mike on a date. Great. Right. Yeah, but... I wouldn't be like dogging because it would have been a public thing, right? Mm-hmm. But he, the way he did it, was very sneaky, and he went behind her back. You know what I mean? Yeah. So and then made Caitlin like feel really uncomfortable yeah. about everything. And anyway. at the time, I was like, "Oh, I guess that's okay." Like I had conflict, but now sitting on it, I'm like, "Uh, no, I don't think that's okay." So let's get into the hot seat updates. First up, they had Joey and Vey in the hot seat. Vey didn't make it to the wedding. Yeah, I was a little confused about this. Like, 
he said, oh, I'm the best man at a wedding. Let's go. She agrees to go with him to this wedding to leave paradise early. And then she didn't go to the wedding because she was like, it's too much, too fast. She like started panicking. And then he flew out to see her and she was like sitting on some dude's lap at a bar. Yeah, which is like, she said that that was one of her friends, but I'm like, nah. Well, no. and then I guess he'd seen all these screenshots of her chatting with her friends and accusing Joey of being gay and an actor and was like, oh, he's in on it. He's like, yeah, this is good for his career. And she kind of denied all of it, even though he had screenshots, which I think was a low blow to bring the screenshots. Right. But... Like he should have just been like, you know, yeah, this whole screenshot. I When people do that, I'm like, you know, it's good to have those just in case like. She tries to take advantage of you or something, mm-hmm. but, but don't bring don't it up bring and- him up to destroy her self esteem. She already kind of feels bad. I felt like also she should have been. She was being a little bit of a hussy. It I sounds like honestly, I think what happened is she went on the show to like further her career. Yeah, to become more popular, and she had no intention of leaving engaged or leaving in a serious relationship. No. And I think she thought Joey was on the same page, and that. They were going to go home and be like, okay, it was just like a publicity thing. It's totally fine. And I think she realized that he actually wanted a relationship. And yeah. she wasn't prepared for that. Right. Um, she should have probably been a little more clear about what they were doing. So at the end of this, they hug each other and she basically says, you deserve better. And Which I felt really that. bad just in general because I was like, oh... That would have been kind of see cool to see where that went because mm-hmm. they're both kind of like maturity the same. Like he did not handle it very well. She didn't handle it very well. Like they both kind of blew it, I think. Yeah. Um, although like he comes off as kind of like a victim. I don't think she intentionally was trying to hurt him. I think that she wanted to have fun. And she's at the age where like uh, I, I think she has a hard time expressing herself too. Like mm-hmm. she didn't sit down and talk with him. So. And just assume they were on the same page when they weren't. So next up, we had Caitlin and Camille. She went to New York to be with him, and they just could not make it work. He sent her a text breaking it off, and there was no chance of reconciliation. Yeah, I agree. Honestly, I feel feel bad that she wasted so much time on him. I'm like, they broke up on the show. Why did she fly out to see him in New York and stay with him in New York? Like, that just seems like a mistake. See, Caitlin's a person I wouldn't mind sitting down with, like, as from psychology, if I was a psychologist. You'd be like, so you're with Chad. Bad Chad. And then you go on Paradise, you end up with Camille, and then you break it off, and then you, like, are still trying to make it work. Like, Well, I would just why? be curious as, like, what was she thinking? Because buying a plane ticket, I mean, I know that that is not, she's not alone. Like, people yeah. do that kind of stuff. I guess it's infatuation. She probably had friends and stuff in New York, too, that she was visiting at the same time. Right. But. So she felt a little safe that she could lean on them if she had to. Yeah. But I feel like Caitlin's a catch and it sucks to see her, like, end up in with crappy guy after crappy guy. Yeah. Camille just comes off as, like, you know, wanting to redeem himself, but he just. Buries himself deeper and deeper in the hole. Like, if he would just embrace who he is. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Which is, um. A jerk. Just be like, I'm a pompous a-hole. That's just who I am. He's like, girls are attracted to that. I'm not like to sleep around. Which I don't know if he likes to sleep around, but he doesn't come off very like, Mm -hmm. 
emotional at all, except for angsty. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, no good things about Camille. Anyway, so, so Brendan and Ileana. Yeah, she basically says she wasn't ready for a committed relationship. They just didn't know each other enough. They said, we may try again in the future, maybe, maybe not. Just kind of left it up in the air. Yeah, they're not going to do it. They basically said, oh, we appreciate each other a lot. I mean, we're not really in a place to do that right now. And so. honestly, Brennan admitted that he was, like, withholding tons of information. Oh, yeah. So. He was like, well, what was I supposed to say? Like, I didn't yeah. want you to not like me. He was like, I was. I was holding information. He's just like, yeah, that was, I was doing that. And she's like, yeah. And she's I like, know. I needed you to share something. Yeah. Have an opinion. Yeah. So Angela and Brandon M are so going strong. He joked about her being pregnant and then admitted it was a joke. Which I was like I like his funny. sense of humor. Um, they, mo- they both moved to Toronto together. Still going good. And then they show like a blooper reel with really funny editing because the editors on the show are fantastic. Yeah. And then Kevin gives his perspective on the beach. But all he says is it's weird being on the inside looking out. And, like, not wanting to say too much to people, but also yeah. wanting to give them intel. And then he announces that they are now casting for season two. Yeah. Which would be interesting because I feel like they're running out of people from their Bachelor to use. Yeah. Because they've only done one Bachelorette and three Bachelors. And the Bachelors were, what, ten years ago now. Right. And the Bachelorette season was four or five years ago. So at this point, they're like. You got the pull from other other areas. They're just going to find random people, I guess, and I hope do not. It. I hope they get some Americans. It'd be cool bring if they Lisa made it back. a cultural. Yeah, bring Lisa back if she wants to come back. Uh, Blake Moynez, who ended up with Katie at the end of Katie's season, who yeah. was also on Claire's season. Bring him on. Right on. Throw him on there. Okay. Why not? Um, so I do have some updates on where people are now since it's been another two months since the After the Funnel Rose. So Angela and Brendan are still together. No real surprise. Yeah, I like. I think they make a good couple. Um, Ileana is still single. She's been working on her business. She does like funky monkey energy, which is like energy bars. Cool. Which are cool. Um, Caitlin still single. Camille still single. Just living that influencer life. Wow. Every post he does is basically an ad for something. Oh. Um, Ve has a new boyfriend okay. who she introduced to her family and looks pretty serious. Oh. Um, Joey is just modeling. So uh, it really worked out well for him. I guess he was a model prior to the show. They just didn't cowboy model. Mention it. Yeah. Um, and he he's seems like I model single. I model tractors. <laughs> um, Brendan, uh, that was with Ileana. He's still single. Alex uh, is a new uncle. Okay. You know his. Honestly, I never really had an attraction to know anything about Alex, but... I want to know more about Alex. I find him very intriguing. Well, that's what I mean. Like, he's just kind of a shadow. Kit is doing NFTs. She's not selling NFTs. She's buying NFTs. Cool. And uh, she she... just posted about a new cannabis company that just opened. I don't know if she owns it or works for them or whatever in British Columbia, so... You sound like our people. So, like... (laughs) I was like, how is Kit so much cooler than, like, they didn't show her all season. I know. So I'm like, Alex and Kit were, like, the two best people on here, and we didn't get to see them. Yeah. Um, One of my other favorites, Lisa, is, you know, just doing Twitch streams. That's fun. Cosplaying it up. I like Lisa. Um, And then Mike, still single. 
And then, no surprise there. Last but not least, we have Stacy, who is also still single, but she's traveling the world. She's posting cool. photos everywhere. I'm like, she is living her best life. She's like developing herself. She's too. like, here's me in Costa Rica. Here's me wherever. And I'm like, that looks like you're Which having is, a great time. It's really strange during COVID to be doing that kind of stuff. But yeah. I mean, things are reopening. Things are getting back to normal at this point. I mean, California's lifting masks next week. Traveling yeah. is getting more lax. And after being stuck inside for that long, I say travel away. Oh, yeah. I, as I, long as you're not at high risk. I've got a travel itch for sure. So that is it for this season. We will be off next week, but then the following week we'll be starting a new season. If you have a preference, hit us up on social media, send us an email, however you want to do it, and we will talk to you in two weeks. All right. Ciao.